This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Goldston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. Interested in becoming a member, giving, or submitting a prayer request? Text Give Prayer or Member to 845-254-2445, fill out the prompts, and a member of our team will contact you. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, health to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. Glory, glory, glory. All right, if you would please turn to our foundational scripture in Matthew chapter 6. And we're going to look at, in the form of a quickie review, just to bring us back up to speed where we left off. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you listen today, I promise you. Ha! I said, if you listen today, I promise you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I promise you. You'll not leave here as you came. In Jesus' name. Ha! Glory to God. Hallelujah. So if you feel sleepy, slap yourself. <laughs> and if they don't get the unction and you sitting next to them, you slap them. Amen. Hallelujah. You got permission. Glory to God. Amen. And we got a disclaimer printed up. Amen. <laughs> all right. All right. Praise God. All right. We want to look at the 24th verse. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Hallelujah. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? But he said, take no thought. In other words, don't worry. Remember that brother came out with that song? Don't worry. Be happy. All right. Verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bonds. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, remember he said, take no thought. Now he says, which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought? There it is again. Why take ye thought for raiment or for clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, the richest man in all the world, for I made him so, in all his glory was not arrayed 
like one of these. Well, watch this now. That even Solomon in all his glory, even Solomon in all his glory. So there is some glory other than God's glory. Come on now. And God is the one who called it glory. In other words, he said Solomon was gloriously apparelled. Ah. He said Solomon lived gloriously. What? He said uh, glorious was the life of Solomon. But even with that, hmm, that's another message. So we going Whoo! That even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? There's a clue right there. There's a clue to what we're going to talk about. He talked about all that stuff, and then he said, O you of little faith. Hmm. All right. Hallelujah. 31. Therefore, take no thought. Here he goes again with this taking thought. In other words, don't worry. Don't worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought. He said, don't even worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the underlying thought here, all through those verses is, don't worry. The underlying thought is, don't worry. Stop worrying. Stop fretting. Stop anxiety. That's the underlying thought through all, through all of those verses. Don't worry about your housing. Don't worry about your clothing. Don't worry about your food. Don't worry about your drink. Because after all those things, do the folks outside the church seek? You inside the church. Your heavenly father says, I'll take care of that. He says, I got this. But, oh, I got, I got, to, I got to go on. I got to move on. So then we went over to to, uh, well, let's go here first. Let's go over to John 12 first. Let's go over to John 12. And, and then we'll, we'll, we'll uh, come back because we're still reviewing. We're still reviewing. John chapter 12. Hallelujah. John chapter 12 and verse uh, 24. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the, into the ground and die. It abideth alone, but if it die, it bring forth much fruit. 
Did, did you hear that? Accept a grain of wheat, fall into the ground and die. It abides alone. So your $10, $20, $50, $100 in your wallet, it abides alone. And it'll never bear fruit. It'll never bear fruit until you let it go. It has to die to you. In other words, it has to be gone, completely out of your control. You have to sow it, and then it'll bring forth much fruit. Mm. That's why God says about tithes and offerings. It's not to get anything from you. God doesn't need dollars. Hey, did you know there ain't no dollars in heaven? You know, I have no dollars in heaven. I have no yen. You don't have no pounds. None of that stuff is in heaven. And watch this. But they are gloriously arrayed. Well, don't miss that. No money. No money. But he says he'll supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, if there ain't no money, where be the riches? See, we're chasing after the thing. <laughs> Come on. We're chasing after the thing that God says it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Oh, I can't stay there. Let me, let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on. They'll get it after a while. Okay, Genesis chapter 8. We're still reviewing. Genesis chapter 8. Ha. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. This is where we left off last time. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. And for those of you who were not here last, last time, we, we, we pointed out the fact that God has, has put sowing and reaping with day and night, summer and winter, heat and cold, that these things shall not cease, and neither shall sowing and reaping. It continues. As long as you sow, you got to have a harvest. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. As long as you're sowing, you got to have a harvest. you got to have a harvest. And we spoke to the fact that Everything, everything you do is a seed. Whether good or bad, everything you do is a seed, and every seed you sow is going to produce a harvest. Think about it. Everything you do is a seed. That's why God says, vengeance is mine, I will repay because, see, if you take vengeance on them, then vengeance is coming back to you because that's a seed. God said, I'll handle it. Don't you do it. Don't do that. Because I have a law out there working. And that law out there working will come back and get you. Let me handle it. Everything is a seed. Glory to God. They're playing and singing this morning as a seed. And the only reason you don't receive anything from it is because you don't expect anything from it. 
You have to tell God all the time. Hey, I was there for praise and worship. I was there. <laughs> I, I raised my hands. I was there. I get a seed. That's a seed I want to harvest. I raised my hands. That's a seed I want to harvest. I sang and I can't sing. But that's a seed I want to harvest. Because he said, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Now I want to share a couple of scriptures with you before we move on to new information. Oh, hallelujah. Shall I do that first, Lord? <laughs> okay. Mark 10, Mark 10, Mark 10. Mark chapter 10. Thank you, Lord God. Mark chapter 10. I'll show you how, how serious God is about this stuff. It's his law. He put it in place. And he is not. I say he is not going to overrule his law for anybody. Woo! Mm. Are you there? Mark chapter 10? All right. Uh, you remember the story of this, uh, this young man comes to Jesus and, and uh, he says, what must I do? And Jesus said and told him what he must, must do. And he said, all those things have I done from my youth up. And Jesus said, one thing thou lackest. Go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor. Now watch this now. Sell what you have and give to the poor. He didn't tell him to sell what he had and give it all to the poor. See, we assume stuff. He didn't tell him to give it all. He just said, give to the poor. Okay, now watch this now. Huh. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me. And he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions. He won't give up anything. And Jesus looked round about and saith unto his disciples. Now listen to this very carefully. How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of, of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answereth again and saith unto them, children. How hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were astonished out of measure, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? Because all them boys had stuff. They were in business. They were, they were not just fishermen, they had fishing boats. And that other brother, he was a thief. And he was doing real good at his business. Amen. He was charging double and triple taxes. All right? So when, when Jesus made this statement, they like lost, they like the lost it. They said, wait a minute, you mean I can't make it into heaven if I got something? Well, watch this. That's not what he was saying. Basically, what he was saying is if that stuff has you, not if you have the stuff. And see, that was the problem with this young man. The stuff had him. He couldn't get it. He couldn't give it up. Now, watch this. They were astonished out of measure. And then Jesus, looking upon them, saith, with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, 
all things are possible with God. If you with God, all things are possible. With men, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Now watch this. Watch this now. Don't, don't miss this. Then, then Peter, verse 28, then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we've left all. In other words, we gave up everything and have followed thee. Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man, there is no woman <laughs> that hath left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands or money or time or praise or worship that has given these things for my sake and the gospels, but he shall receive an hundredfold. Now in this time, houses and brethren, and I, I love that now in this time. In other words, when you do it, not when you get to heaven, when you do it right now in this time. Oh, come on now. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions. Wait a minute. That wasn't in the other list. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> he threw us a curve. No, he's saying that when you do these things, when you receive, folk going to be mad about it. So persecution is going to come with the stuff. But if you can handle the stuff, you can handle the persecution. So I determined I can handle the persecution. Okay, with persecutions and in the world to come, eternal life. But many that are first shall be last and the last first. Woo. Glory to God. Now turn to Luke 5. Luke 5. I, I hope you see what he's talking about with seed time and harvest. Uh, that's the point. He was talking about seed time and heart. You cannot, you cannot give without receiving. Cannot. Impossible. And the same measure that you meet, it'll be measured to you again. So that's why he said houses, land, whatever it is. I personally believe, now, you don't have to go along with this because you wasn't part of it, but I personally believe that because I was willing, as God told me, I was willing to start the church in my home. And I dedicated that whole house. When we started, everything in there belonged to me. The amplifier, the baskets, the water, the everything belonged to me. Even the laundry room we used for the bookstore. Amen. Even the washing machine, they put the... The book's on. Everything belonged to me. But I dedicated it all to God. Every bit of it. They used the living room for the children's church. And they, lose the, they used the kitchen. We had fellowship up there sometime. They used the backyard. They just used everything. And I personally believe that the other house that he gave me, when the bank said, you don't have no job, you can't get no house, I believe that's why we got it. Because he already said, you can't do that. 
and not receive back. See, God is faithful to his word even when we're not. Even when we don't recognize what he's doing. Ha <laughs> ha. Glory to God. Amen. I just want to share that real quick. Now let's move on to, to Luke chapter 5. Are you there? We're going to, be going to begin with the first verse. And it came to pass that at the, as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of, of, of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him or asked him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon. He said unto Simon. He said unto Simon, you let me use your boat to preach. Come on, come on, come on. You, you let me use your book to preach. Seed time and harvest working. Seed time and harvest working. See? Even when you don't recognize it. Some of us had read it hundreds of times and never saw what he was saying. Peter didn't ask him for no offering. Peter didn't say, are you going to rent the boat? No man can give house or lands or mother or father for my sake and the gospels lest he see receive how much in this time in this time so what did he do he said <laughs> now verse four now when he had left speaking he said unto Solomon so launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught and Simon answering said unto him master we've been fishing all night and we didn't catch a thing Nevertheless, 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 don't let your human reasoning get in the way. Whatever he saith to you, do it. Because he had a plan and a purpose. See, he's got to make sure that that word works. He watches over his word to perform it, you see. Ha. So he said, nevertheless, at thy word, I'll let down the net. What? He didn't even obey the word. He told him, let down his nets. And he said, I'll let down my net. We done watched all these nets. Uh, boys, this preacher don't know what he's talking about, but let's humor him. Just get that one that we didn't wash yet. Take that one in the boat and go on back out. We're going to show him. We the fishermen. He the preacher. <laughs> Verse 6, and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. Now watch this. And their net break. So that means all that they caught right then, they lost. See, there's consequences to disobedience. Even when you get blessed, you didn't get all you're supposed to get. Ha. <laughs> the net break, verse 7. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. Oh, now you want to come. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. 
I'm talking seed time and harvest. See, this going to help you to believe. See, that's what this is for, to help you to believe. See, the only man did was loan them the boat. Oh, dear God. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord, because he know he didn't fully obey him. For he was astonished, and all that all and all that were with him, at, and they were astonished too, at the drought or the catch of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. Oh, business partners. Well, it's in the word. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. And Jesus said unto Simon, fear not. From henceforth thou shalt catch men. Now watch this. Now watch this. He's saying to Peter, the same way those fish were caught is the same way you catch men. You got to follow the same principles. Same seed time and harvest principle that you, if you follow that in ministry, you'll catch men. Because Genesis 8.22 works across the board. All right. Praise God. Let's 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 move on. Where I put them? Where I put them eyes? Give me them eyes. All right. Now watch this. The scripture says, "Is anything too hard for God?" Remember that we read it earlier. All right. Then in the twenty-third Psalm, the scripture says, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." People read it, quote it, pray it. Sing it and don't believe it. And don't believe it. They were like Peter. So don't throw a rock at Peter. He didn't believe it either. But oh, after that boatload, after that boatload, after that boat sinking load of fish, he became a believer. Okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's nothing that you should just read. That's something that you could should confess until it gets on the inside of you and you believe it so much so that it happens on the inside and it will manifest on the outside. Okay, watch this now. I want you to look at this one because I don't know, many of you may not have seen this. Turn to Psalm 37, please. Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Brother Bernard talked this morning about, you know, getting into the praise and worship and doing it all the time. Even if you can't sing, 
You're singing unto the Lord, not unto people. What do you care what, they, what you sound like to them? You ain't singing to them. Just like praying in other tongues. I don't have to know what I'm saying. You don't have to know what I said either. I ain't talking to you. Amen. Now, in Psalm 37, I know it begins with fret not, but look at the fourth verse. Delight thyself also in the Lord. And what? And what? And what? Most desires are never even spoken. Come on, come on, come on. Most desires are never even spoken. When the Lord spoke to me two years ago and said, have your Corvette. I wanted to say, you talking to me? Because that was a desire of my heart. But I never prayed about it. I never asked him for one. It just got to the place where I had submitted myself to God so much in so many ways, the father wanted to give Do your parents ever want to just give you something? They just want to give you something? Just because just cause you, I mean, you know, maybe you washed the dishes and maybe you took out the garbage without them asking you. You know, and, and they just you know, just went by and said, here, mom, and just, just lay a hundred on the, de on the, on the dresser. I know some of y'all go to pick up a hundred off the dresser, but sometimes you know you and they just wanna they just wanna do something for you. The desires of your heart they are just as valid as the prayers that you pray. They're just as valid as the things that you believe for, because see God looks on the heart. That's why a lot of stuff that you pray for you don't get because you don't really want it. God ain't listening to that. You just want it because she got one. Come on. That's not really what's on your heart. That's not really what's in your heart. God looks on the heart. So, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee. Didn't say he might. It said he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. That's when you do all the things that are necessary. Okay? Now remember the other one we love to quote. But my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Is that real? Is that Bible? Is it in your Bible? How come we don't believe it? How come we don't believe it? We say it, but we don't believe it. Oh, I'm going to tell you something in a minute or two. And I ain't telling that, woman. Okay. All things are possible to him that believeth. All right. Now, watch this now. Turn to Romans chapter 7, please. What time is it? Okay. Romans chapter 7. I know I'm not going to finish, but I, 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 we, we, we'll keep plowing. Romans chapter 7.
Romans chapter 7. I was waiting on y'all. I said, they're having a good conversation. Let me see. Let me listen in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Romans chapter 7. Alrighty then. Verse 15. Watch this now. We, we, we say these things all the time. All those scriptures that are quoted there. But we really don't believe it. Watch this now. Romans 7, 15. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find out. I don't know how to do it. I'm trying, but it ain't working. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Watch this. Back to Matthew 6. Remember this now. Remember this. Watch this. Twenty-fifth verse. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, preach it, Pastor. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Take no thought. I won't worry about it. You don't get out the door. You don't even get out the door. And you're already thinking about it's the end of the month. The mortgage going to be due. The rent's going to be due. The, 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 you know, I, I got this charge card bill coming. You know, this is the month where four of them come together. It don't happen all the time, but this month coming, I know they all coming together. You start fretting, you start worrying, you start being concerned, you start to, to talking, say not. And what's the first thing you say? How are we going to pay these bills? And the kid, the and they want a sandwich. Can we stop at the corner store? I ain't got no money. What do you say I'm made out of money? Because I'm thinking about these bills. I got to buy gas. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I got to buy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Take no thought saying. What's happening here? That I would. I do not. That I would not. I do. 
Something's happening to me. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Paul already said it. He said, I done been through that. Oh, how that thing work in your body. I know you can believe and say hallelujah when you got corporate faith working. See, everybody's believing together. I mean, you strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You ready to leap over a wall and take truth and you get to the car. You start that baby up and that needle go over to E. And E don't mean enough. <laughs> and you forget about all that faith. You forget all them confessions. You forget about all that stuff. And that I would not, I do. You gonna find you somebody and tell him, give me $2. $2, that ain't even a gallon, brother. I got to get to where I'm got to go. <laughs> Let me get there. Then I'll worry about how I get back. Just give me $2. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, come on. Tell the truth, somebody. It's in the book. It's in the book. And that's what we do. That's what we do. We wonder why this stuff don't work for us. You have to take no thought saying you have to resist it. You have to resist it in everything in your being. You have to say, wait a minute. My God supplies all my need. I refuse to worry about it. I refuse to fret about it. I refuse to have any anxiety about it. I mean, it's staring you in the face. That's why I said, don't look at it. Look not. <laughs> it's staring you in the face. You think you got them bills piled up on the dresser. It's looking you in the face. I know I've been there. But I learned how to not look at it. I learned how to turn my back on it. I learned how to put it on the TV. And turn my back. Say, okay, Lord. I'm obeying your word. I'm tithing because I ain't got enough to pay them no how. So I might as well tithe. <laughs> I might as well get something right. <laughs> I might, if I don't do them right, at least I'll do you right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And refuse to worry. I said and refuse to worry. Worrying is a choice. Worrying is a choice. Not only is worrying a choice, I submit to you that worrying is a spirit. And it's not a heavenly spirit. Because he knows that if, if he can keep you worrying, if he can keep you worrying, you are in disobedience where Matthew 6 is concerned. And then God does not, does not have to supply your housing, your clothing, your food, or your water. Because you are in disobedience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Now watch this. I submit to you, turn to Romans 12. I submit to you. This is why I believe that this message of renewing your mind is the most powerful message other than the message of faith that you will ever hear. Because I submit to you that you cannot override what Paul said about what I do unless you renew your mind. Unless you renew your mind, it'll never work for you. Unless you renew your mind, you cannot do it. Because your, because your autopilot will always access the information that says I can't. Lord God. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Watch this now, watch this. That you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Matthew 6 is his perfect will that he provides your housing and clothing and food and water. That's his perfect will. But he just said here in Romans, you can't do it until you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's why you keep doing the same thing over and over. That's why you never advance to the next level. Because you haven't renewed your mind. I said we're going to get back to that. Because the ones that heard it need to hear it again. And the ones that didn't hear it, they need to hear it anew. And the ones that heard it and think they're doing it, they can do it better. Because I got some new information. Hey! Hallelujah! I said I got some new information. See, as you grow in this stuff, God give you more stuff. So just like I'm doing this message on Matthew 6, it don't sound nothing like the other one. Wait till I get back to renewing your mind. <laughs> he got some new stuff. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. Okay. What time is it? Where am I? Where am I? I'm at that. I'm at that spot. Should I go on? Oh uh, yeah, you thought I forgot. I, I told you. I told you I was gonna ask you. Should I go on? Can we have a vote? How many want to go on? All right. How many want to go home? <laughs> hey, man. hey man. See, you got to listen. You got to listen. You get caught up in stuff. You be a volunteer for something you don't want. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, watch this now. Let's take this to another level. 
Hallelujah. We say all the time, by his stripes, we are healed. We say it and we walk around sick. We say it and we walk around lame. We say it. Why don't we believe it? I submit to you when we get our minds renewed, we'll believe it and we'll see it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, it's like, it's like the wedding yesterday. I said some things I ain't never said before. But it was for them. Because they needed it. I had to put some fire to them. Had to turn the thing up seven times hotter. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Because they have to be made to believe. All right, so we are healed. We know that the word says, resist the devil and he will flee. When are we going to begin to resist him? When are we going to resist him? I said, when are we going to resist him? Oh, I know, I know, I know what it is. It's because of the first part of that verse. Submit yourself unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. We don't want to submit to God so therefore we can't claim resist the devil and he will flee from you. We don't want to submit to God. So we don't qualify for resist the devil and he'll flee from us. Huh? Why? Because we haven't renewed our minds. Our minds are not renewed. It takes renewing of the mind before you can even submit to God. Now that, now that, that's up down there. There's something right there. You cannot submit to God until first you renew your mind. Because if you don't renew your mind, you're operating on what you hope. You're not operating in faith. You're operating in hope. And a lot of us are operating in fear. And God said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. You're just scared of hell. Come on. You're just scared of hell. You ain't, you ain't operating in faith. Faith says you're going to heaven. Fear said, I don't want to go to hell. There's a difference. Wanting to go someplace and not wanting to go the other place is two different things. You can't just say, I don't want to go to hell and think that means I want to go to heaven. Those folk don't want to go to heaven. They just don't want to go to hell. Come on. Come on. The, the scripture tells us we are snared by our words. See? We are snared by our words. See, the words we speak speak volumes to God. Other people may not understand, but God understands what you mean. So until you get your mind renewed, you cannot do these things. 
That's why it's so powerful. People are, are running on pure adrenaline, trying to do it, trying to make it. Try. That's why they wake up on Sunday morning. I got to go to church. I got to go to church. I got to go. I promise, sister, do that. I bring her a pie. Come on. That's where we are. Tell the truth, somebody. Oh, I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna meet Brother Doodad there. Uh-uh. When you get your mind renewed, I'm going cause God's there. When you get your mind renewed, it don't matter if nobody else shows up. When you get your mind renewed, I'm going because I'm obeying God. <laughs> Woo! Ain't never heard Matthew 6 like this. All right. Uh, watch this now. Lack and running out. Fear of lack and running out. Fear of lack and running out. And unbelief that God will supply your need. Fear of lack, running out, or not having enough equals not believing that God will supply all you need. That's why most people don't give. Because they fear that they're going to run out. I won't have enough if I do this. How am I going to pay my rent if I tithe? How, how, how am I going to do that? I, 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 the numbers don't add up. When you deal with God, the numbers will never add up. See, when you, when you get your mind renewed, you recognize that. God asks you for numbers you won't have. I say again, God will ask you for numbers that you don't have. Oh, I want to go somewhere, but I got to quit. I got to quit. I got to quit. Hallelujah. All right, let me do this quickly. Let me do this quickly. In James, the second chapter and 18th verse, uh, I'm going to turn there real quickly because I, 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 I have to give you this and then we'll close. James chapter 2. Oh, man, I got a whole nother thing here to show you, but uh, uh, James chapter 2. Watch this now. Yea, verse 18, 218, yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my 
works. I'll show you my faith by my works. Hmm. Turn back to the to the uh, first chapter. Verse 22. He says, but be ye doers of the word. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. That's who we were talking about all day. Those who only hear and never do. I said those who only hear and never do. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, watch this, the complete law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Now let me tell you this. As I close my Bible, let me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. When you look into the perfect law of liberty, when you look into this, when you look into this, and he says, take no thought what you wear, what you eat, what you drink. He says, for after all these things will the Gentiles seek. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you because your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. When you look into the, the mirror, this mirror, you don't see this face. You see that face. You see what he called you. You see what he said about you. You see what he called you to be. Not who you presently are. But you can't see that until your mind is renewed. When you look into this without your mind renewed, you see it for somebody else. Did, did, did you catch that? Did, did you catch that? He said, the man who looks in here looks into the perfect law of liberty and sees, my God, I am a billionaire. My God, there is no lack. My God, everything that I ever wanted or desired is sitting right in front of me. My God, there's nothing impossible for me. Now, wait a minute. That person's mind that has been renewed, everything he reads in here, he sees himself. Did you get that? He's not looking at what you look at in the mirror. So now... His words agree with 
what he saw. And death and life is in the power of the tongue. See, so he sees and speaks. Man, I'm a, I'm a king. I'm an ambassador. I'm God's choice. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the head. Most folk that don't have their mind renewed, they're waiting to be the head, not the tail. Oh, most people who whose minds are not renewed, they're waiting to be healed. In other words, don't look in the glass mirror. Look in this mirror and see self and agree with what you see. But you can't do it till your mind is renewed. Hallelujah. 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 Say in the name of Jesus, I will not leave here as I came. I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know that when I look into the perfect law of liberty, after my mind is renewed, I'll see the real me. I'll see the me that God sees. And I'll be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. And I'll walk in the light of it. Nothing is impossible to him that believeth. All things are possible with God. I will not limit God. If God said it, God can do it. I have faith that what he promised, he's also able to perform. If he said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, He'll bring it to pass. All I have to do is get my mind renewed because he's ready to care his part. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Well, shout somebody. Shout somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.